106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Ladies, gentlemen, and distinguished non-binary members of the community, how is everyone doing tonight? This is the Cypher Road Show. I am your host, Cypher Road, and you're not. Trust me, y'all don't want to be me because I got more problems than the map book that's been banned in Florida for CRT and more issues than Game Informer magazine. Yes, Game Informer still exists, believe it or not. All right, so let's go ahead and get right to work here. All right, so now here's the thing. Because I had an entirely different program planned for your listening pleasure. See, I was going to take time with everyone to go in depth as to why uh, Florida woman, a.k.a. Florida Attorney General Ashley is in a bitchy moody, decided to take it upon her office to investigate why the Florida State Seminoles were not invited to the college football playoff, despite being undefeated. To add to this intentionally set dumpster fire of political pandering to the lowest common denominator among us, Chief Florida man, Governor Ron DeSantis, set aside one million dollars of state funds should lawsuits need to be filed in this uphill battle that nobody in this great state of Florida have asked for. Now, I actually did the research and I was going to tell you why. There was no screw job in how Florida State doesn't deserve to waste premium primetime airtime to get exposed for padding their schedule against unknown unranked teams. I would, but here's the thing. I will talk about that before we leave out today. But right now, my fellow travelers, we must talk about what in the entire frack is going on with Twitch. You see, already... Twitch was on the naughty list as they recently announced that they are ceasing their focused operations in South Korea, citing rising costs to the point where even having a carbon footprint in South Korea became prohibitive. Creators and Twitch streamers have built their brands and careers on the platform, uh, despite its obvious and well-documented favoritism towards certain streamers and content creators in South Korea. They are, and I'm putting this objectively as I can describe it, fracking pissed. And as a part-time streamer myself on Twitch on the Car by Six channel, I would be a liar by omission if I didn't say that I both sympathize and empathize with my fellow creators in South Korea. See, my fellow travelers, I'm sure you know by now that you know we are in our third episode ever in this program. Now, <laughs> that if things could get any worse, you know that it will. On December 13th, let's go ahead and start there. On December 13th, in a move that, to be fair, okay, I'm sure that Twitch meant well. Twitch updated their policy regarding artistic depictions of nudity in their sexual content policy. And the following is courtesy of Variety Magazine and Twitch. Shout out to Variety Magazine. In Variety Magazine, they say that, um, according to Twitch, uh, there is a thriving artist community on Twitch, and this policy was overly punitive and did not reflect the impact of the content. 
the company said in a blog post on Wednesday. And again, this is from Variety. To be clear, Twitch still does not permit streamers to be fully or partially nude, but is now allowing content that, and and they quote, deliberately highlights breasts, buttocks, or pelvic region, end quote, as well as body writing and body painting on female presenting breasts and or buttocks regarding, uh, regardless of gender, with a sexual themes label. In addition, dances such as twerking, grinding, and pole dancing are now allowed without a label. Meanwhile, there's no change to Twitch's policy concerning games featuring nudity, pornography, sex, or sexual violence as a core focus or feature. Those remain entirely prohibited. For games in which nudity is not the core focus or feature, the Mature Rated Games content classification label is sufficient for incidental nudity. Now, Travers, listen to me very carefully. Okay, everybody, listen to me very carefully. Twitch is, again, on already many people's naughty list because of the perception that Twitch just caters to creators that have the biggest boobs or shows them off, nips and all, and they make money. There's also that perception that Twitch is just a gateway to OnlyFans. Now, watch any female streamer, and and I, and I as Rick McMahon would say, guarantee that you will have horny, lonely, entitled incel pervs demanding that they see the woman's tits, despite knowing Twitch's policy against such nudity. They still demand to see full tits because they are either too broke for OnlyFans and or too lazy to log into Cornhub, Xvideos, Xhamster, or Room 34 to get their rocks on for boobs. But my friends, remember, Eric Bischoff, love him or hate him, he still remains undefeated when he says controversy creates cash. Now, and to add more lithium-ion batteries to this dumpster fire, there are more enterprising erotica enjoyers that turn to AI to create their fat material, I mean fantasy. Now, within 48 hours, 48 hours later, my fellow travelers, this policy was updated in regards to fictionalized nudity thanks to everybody's access to AI, and I quote, ability to create realistic images from Variety Magazine's headline regarding this. Again, quoting from Variety Magazine, uh, from Twitch CEO Dan Clancy, (laughs) Upon reflection, we have decided that we went too far with this change. Digital depictions of nudity present a unique challenge AI can be used to create realist, realistic images, and it can be hard to distinguish between digital art and photography. Twitch on December 13th had said it was changing its rules to allow artistic depictions, meaning that they are drawn, animated, or sculpted, or of fully exposed female presenting breasts and or genitalia or buttocks regardless of gender. Gender. If creators label the content as containing sexual themes and again, quoting the company here, the company Twitch, 
there is a thriving artist community on Twitch, and this policy was overly punitive and did not reflect the impact of the content, the company said in a blog, in a post, blog post on Wednesday. Oh boy. And now, for the first time ever on the Cypher Road Show, and here I thought we were going to wait a few episodes, but I guess we're doing it now. We're going to be doing the coveted Blue Falcon Award. And now, the Blue Falcon Award goes to Twitch. Now, now Twitch, here's the thing. Th this was self-inflicted here. You knew the type of communities that you had. Okay? You knew how the lowest common denominators among you were either going to buzz the tower, come right up to the line of breaking that rule, or just outright break the rule because they don't care and they want those views so they can get those donations, gifts, gifts, as the, and as Dr. Umar Johnson would say, more gifts that they tease out of the pervs and leave them high and dry for more. Now, forget about the South Korea market because you've already scuttled that, okay? Now, watch the amount of creators on your platform start to leave in droves into the open and waiting arms of YouTube, Facebook, and now Kick. Because of your policies that, again, I'm sure you meant well, but surely somebody in the boardroom had to say, um, this might not be a good idea. Especially the fact that already people are not liking Twitch, especially new creators that want to get on Twitch. They want to build their brand because they see who Twitch favors already. And on top of that, you know what? Yeah. On top of that, you can count the Carbide 6 network as one of those creators that will be leaving the Twitch platform in the near future. And we'll be right back at, in two and two after these messages on the Ad Council here on the Cypher Roadshow. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless, and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad. Your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad. Your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad? Your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. 
At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ed Council. Welcome back to the Cypher Road Show. Cypher Road here with you. So glad that you're still with us here. All right. Now, now that we got that out the way, because that that twitch situation has irked me to no end and i finally just pulled the trigger on it so so let's let's talk about what the main idea here is today now let's talk about this uh investigation into florida state about not being invited into the college football playoff all right, so let's let's go into it. So, reported on by Forbes magazine on December twelfth by contributor Zachary Folk. Uh, shout out to Mister Folk and Forbes magazine. I cannot talk today. I don't know why. By Forbes magazine, Florida Attorney General Ashley. Oh God, she's in a bitchy moody. Announced an antitrust investigation into the college playoff college football playoff Tuesday after the undefeated Florida State Seminoles were denied a spot. A decision she said cost the state and university millions of dollars. Here are the key facts. Moody said that the National Collegiate Athletic Association and the CAP Selection Committee are subject to antitrust laws and the state of Florida will investigate whether either organization was involved in, and we quote, anti-competitive conduct, end quote. Moody says, as it stands, the committee's decision, decision reeks impartiality, picking winners in a boardroom and not on the field. Moody said she would subpoena all communications between the NCAA, several conferences, including the Southeastern Conference, the Atlantic Coast Conference, and Disney-owned sports network ESPN through a civil investigation, through a civil investigative demand, as well as all records related to deliberations, media talking points, and interview notes about the selection process. Now, let's keep in mind that um, Disney and Florida are already having a bit of a turf war. Moody said the process would be lengthy and does not expect it to change the outcome of this year's playoff. Then why are you doing it? The CFP told Forbes that it would carefully review the AG subpoena, but called Moody's demands, quote, an overly aggressive reaction to a college football ranking in which some fans somewhere were bound to be disappointed, end quote. Okay, so Florida State finished the college football season with a 13-0 record, but was left disappointed after the CFP announced when they failed to make the 2023 playoff. The four playoff slots are not determined solely by record, by a, but adjudicated by a committee of 13 members. CFP Selection Committee Chair Boo Corrigan, that is a Southern name if I've ever heard one, told ESPN that the Seminoles were a, quote, different team, end quote, 
after star quarterback Jordan Travis broke his leg while while playing North Alabama in November. And of course, prayers out to Jordan Davis. Get well soon, brother. Well, hope, hopefully we'll see you back on the field soon. All right. Amen. Now, the CFP does not award playoff positions solely based on record. Instead, ranking teams subjectively based on factors such as championships won, strength of schedule, head-to-head competition, if it occurred, and comparative outcomes of common opponents. Undefeated Michigan and Washington received the top two season playoff, while 12-1 Texas was chosen as number three and 12-1 Alabama, Royal Tide, received the number four seed. Alabama's football program, as an aside, is one of the most valuable in the nation, bringing in a record profit of $130 million in 2022. The move sparked outrage across the college football world and has drawn condemnation from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former President Donald Trump, who said DeSantis is to blame for the exclusion due to a, quote, really bad lobbying effort. Okay. FSU coach Mike Novell said he was, quote, disgusted and infuriated after his team's exclusion. Coach Novell says, I don't understand how we are supposed to think this is an acceptable way to evaluate a team. So Florida State, as of right now, as of this broadcast, with no no sanctions on the season at this time, is 13-0. Now, congratulations to Florida State, who are the current undisputed Atlantic Coast Conference Division 1A football champions. The question that not many people outside of the talking heads are asking, who did Florida State play to be 13-0? My friends, you're in luck because I got the entire schedule right here. So here we go. Now, these are the teams that Florida State in 2023 faced off against and have defeated. The teams are LSU, Louisiana State University, Southern Miss, Boston College, Clemson, Virginia Tech, Syracuse University, Duke University, Wake Forest University, Pittsburgh University, the University of Miami of Florida, the U, University of North Alabama, University of Florida, the Gator Types, and then finally, uh, Louisville University out of Kentucky. So, so it seems that Florida State had a big table to clear, right? As Lee Corsa would say, not so fast, my friends. You see, Of all the teams that Florida State played against, three of the teams are ranked in the AP coaches poll. Two of the teams are not in the Power 5 group, which are the ACC, the Big 10, Big 12, SEC, Pac-12, and Notre Dame. The two teams are Southern Miss and North Alabama. Shout out to both programs and schools. Those two schools aren't even ranked. Okay, the only ranked teams that Florida State beat were LSU, Louisville, and Duke. Okay, now now let me make this also clear. 
uh, Southern Miss, Boston College, Clemson, Virginia Tech, Syracuse, Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, Miami, and Florida. At the time that those games were played, none of those teams were ranked. And still at this time, none of those teams are ranked as well. Okay, so now because the only two teams that Florida State beat, again, were LSU, Louisville, and Duke. So let's go ahead and compare FSU's schedule to the number one seed, Michigan. Now, here are the schools that Michigan faced off against. Michigan faced off against East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Okay. Now, because those three games were non-conference games and they just so happened to be home games. So, of course, when, when you're going up against Michigan at home, God help you. <laughs> now, the next three, Rutgers, that's a home game. And then the next two games were Nebraska and Minnesota, both away games. Now we're going into the Big Ten. Michigan's out of the Big Ten. Both of those, all three of those games, Michigan won. Handedly, convincingly. Next three are Indiana, Michigan State, and Purdue. Michigan State getting blanked 49 to nothing. Then the next three, Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State, all wins, and then finally, Iowa. Now, here's the thing in this one. Again, Michigan ranked, took on three ranked teams at the time of when the games were played. And these three same ranked teams are also in the Big Ten. And, of course, and, and, and of course with all this, Michigan beat the three ranked teams, ran the table in the Big Ten to become the undisputed Big Ten champions at 9-0 in their conference record, while Florida State, in its own right, were 8-0 in the HCC. Now, Michigan is slated to go against the four seed, the Alabama Crimson Tide, on New Year's Day at the Rose Bowl to determine the number one contender will be for the college football playoff national championship. And a little bit more of the college football playoff national championship in just a moment. Now, let's take a look at the other undefeated team, Washington, the number two seed, led by their quarterback and Heisman Trophy recipient, Michael Penix Jr. Washington Huskies, in 2023, they took on Boise State, Tulsa, Michigan State, Cal University of California, UC Berkeley, Arizona, Oregon, Arizona State, Stanford, USC, Utah, Oregon State, Washington State, and then for the Pac-12 title, they face off against Oregon again. Washington beat them all. And on top of the fact, because look at this, in their 2023 campaign, Washington took on four ranked teams, all of whom just so happened to be, again, in their Pac-12 conference. And one of those teams, Oregon, they beat twice in danger close games. That second game to beat Oregon to become the undisputed Pac-12 football champion. Shout out to Oregon. Hell of a job, guys. I mean, they, they left it on the field. Those were close games. Now, those, those are number one and number two seeds, respectively. Both undefeated and both having some of the toughest schedules that I've ever seen in college football to date. If anything... Washington should be the number one seed, being that they beat their near peer in Oregon twice in a season. 
but they will go up against Texas on New Year's Day at the Sugar Bowl to play the winner of the Michigan v. Alabama contest. So, Ashley, baby girl, please end this sham investigation. You and I both know it will not go anywhere. We both know this is not antitrust, especially when FSU will face the Georgia Bulldogs in the Orange Bowl in, hold on, let me wait, wait for it, in Miami on December 30th. So guess what? So Florida's going to get their tax revenue regardless. Now, here's the other side of it, <laughs> and this is going to make y'all laugh. Current estimates for game tickets, if you want to go to uh, the Florida State-Georgia uh, game in the Orange Bowl in Miami, right now you can get seats for as low as $62. But, and this is on top of the fact that Georgia, who's ranked number sixth, is being favored to beat FSU. <laughs> what you going to do about that, honey? See, now, Ashley, what, what, what you're not going to do, Attorney General Moody, is pander to the lowest common denominator in this state and lure them into a political genjutsu. You're giving false hope to a subsection of the population that if they had a better option, if they had their way, with all due respect, you wouldn't be in the office you're holding because they would want you in the kitchen making them a bologna and grilled cheese sandwich in the house that they have to donate blood and plasma for to make their mortgage and house insurance payments to an insurance company that's looking to pull out of the state in the next six months. And to make matters worse, despite you being the attorney general of the state of Florida, your own party is working overtime to bring a handmaiden's tale to life and practice which would negate all of your personal and professional accomplishments and reduce you to basic breeding chattel. Ma'am, you're, you're the attorney general of a state where, as we speak, your party is working on legislation to determine how many students will have the privilege to learn about reproductive health. You're, you're the attorney general of a state that just allow permitless carry which, by the way, has not stopped mass shootings. Just ask here in Duval County where, and, and those who died in the Dollar General shooting by a white supremacist. See, and the worst part about this entire fiasco, Attorney General Moody, is that even if somehow your investigation into how Florida State didn't, didn't get into the college football playoff made it to court, you know it would be far too late to change the outcome. And that outcome would be that your lawsuit would get laughed out of court. Besides, at the end of the day, whatever monies that FSU gets from either being in the Orange Bowl or in the college football playoff, the parents and the students that pay out of pocket to go to FSU will not see a single dime of that money come off of their tuition bills and back into their pocket. And yes, I've actually talked to parents that are sending their students, sending their young ones to the FSU, and they know what's up. They know that whenever the football team or basketball team wins, they're not seeing the discounts on their tuition. So this little argument that you're putting forth, yeah, nah, nice try. We 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 know what's up. But 
after all, it would be a great Christmas present if the state of Florida covered the tuition of all the students and the state-supported schools up to and including the University of Florida. Because um, we hate to get those uh, nice little cards and letters from uh, student loan collectors. I mean, don't don't you think? Really? Just throwing it out there, honey. Besides, it's the holidays. It should be a season of giving. Maybe give us a break. Give us all a break. Will you? Please. And thank you. All right. Now, before we go, before we close out tonight. I, I do want to, above all else, give thanks to the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, who is the head of my life. Because even while everything else in Florida is on fire or smoldering, God is still very much in control. And without Him, none of this here would be possible. The Cypher Road Show wouldn't be possible without Him. So thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving me the privilege to do this. And also special thanks to our special guest, executive producer and chief West Coast correspondent, Snap the Kingmaker. And to you, my friends, for taking time out of your work day or exercise time to tune in to the Cypher Road Show on your favorite platforms, including YouTube, RSS, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. And yes, friends, so you will definitely be hearing from me next week on the Cypher Road Show as we break down what's going on in the world and we talk about it like adults. Hopefully, like adults. And once again, folks, thank you so much. Again, I love you all. And hit us up anytime on the Cypher Rocho text line and hotline, 904-383-7490. Again, the Cypher Rocho, call and text, leave a message, 904-383-7490. And if you do feel so inclined, you can uh, send us a donation to my cash app, dollar sign Captain Ghost Bear. And of course, if you also want to send a Venmo, we got Venmo. You can uh, send that Venmo to at Carbide6. And until we meet again, travelers, for everyone here at the Cypher Road Show, I am Cypher Road, reminding you that today and every day in this holiday season, to do the best you can of what you got. Be blessed. Be safe. See you next week. So long, everybody.